You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Basketball season won't be around forever, so get in on all the action now with DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. DraftKings is giving new players a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Claim your free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes when using code THPN during sign-up. Playing daily fantasy basketball is simple. Just pick your lineup, stay under the salary cap, and see how your team stacks up against the competition. With DraftKings, payday comes every day for players. So what are you waiting for? Head to the app now. Download the DraftKings app now and use code THPN during signup. This week, DraftKings is putting you in the action with a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. That's code THPN to get a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Hello and welcome to the Ice Guys, brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. This is the show that takes you into the world of the National Hockey League. Every game, every day, from a sports betting perspective. With pro handicappers Alex B. Smith and Ian Cameron, and veteran sports writer Jimmy Murphy. And now, here's your host, Ian Cameron. Welcome to the Ice Guys, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network for Saturday, April 24th. Ian Cameron with you, uh, as a, it is a big monster Saturday NHL card. Uh, once again, uh, we'll be breaking it all down every single game from a betting perspective. Uh, I have a special guest with me, as you can see, joined today by Vital Cote, uh, who played in Quebec in the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League uh, years ago. Victoriaville, the Acadie Bathurst Titan, that's how you say it. Uh, there's a couple of ECHL stops in the mix for Vital in his hockey playing days. And then when he uh, put the skates down, put the stick down, he picked up the uh, the betting account uh, at that point and started getting into uh, betting and uh, hockey uh, in particular. You can follow him on Twitter at Vital Cote. So happy to have Vital on the show as our special guest today on this Saturday edition of the show. Uh, Vital, welcome to the Ice Guys. How are you? And uh, tell us a little bit about your hockey playing days and how you got into betting. Yeah, thanks, Ian, for having me on. Um, yeah, I, uh, I, I moved away. I was like 14 or 15. Um, Played juniors, played in the queue for a few years, played junior in my 20 year, a few years pro. Um, and uh, I just kind of hung it up after that. But I'm um, very grateful. It was an awesome experience. And uh, I still love the game and I love to gamble a little. So it's a good mix. That is. That's a, that's an excellent mix. And as Vital was saying, actually, before we started the show, he's uh, he's making informed decisions uh when it comes to the betting board and the nhl board he's uh in it for the long haul to make profit it's not a recreational activity for him uh by any stretch of the imagination so uh we're happy to have him and uh you're going to get your chance to break down an entire nhl card i got to do this every single day so let's see how you do with it let's see if you're ready to play. this is good. your pto man this is your player this is it. let's see if you're able to pass it yeah <laughs> pucks deep no, yeah, yeah, exactly. There's, a, there's, a, there's a few games tonight, so it should be good. 
and get in on the four check. Yeah. And all that's all those uh, words. We got to get punched yeah. to the net. Yeah. All that stuff. Yeah. It's just a cliche. Yeah. I, I've been listening to players and coaches say that for 30 years watching NHL hockey as I have. So uh, I'm used to all the uh, lingo and the uh, shtick and Hey, it gets repetitive. That's why I'm refreshed. I feel it's refreshing when you see a guy like Elvis Merzlikens, goaltender for the Columbus Blue Jackets the other night, pour his heart out, pour his guts out and his emotions there about the struggles and how shitty it is to be losing all the time. Uh, you don't get that usually. Everybody just sees the same cookie cutter, boring, dull responses to the media. Uh, and that guy just basically put his heart and soul out there for everybody to hear that, hey, this is really pissing me off. I can't sleep at night losing all these games like this. I don't want to be the next Buffalo. I give right. Elvis credit for that. Yeah, and Leonard Leonard uh, spoke up too, uh, and he kind of voiced his opinion on on mental health and stuff. and And it's good to see uh, see guys speak up and stuff because you know, in the, in hockey, it's you got to act a certain way and do a certain thing, and like they want you to fit in this this uh, square. Where you know, it was good to see him uh, speak out and 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 say his uh, his two cents on it. Yeah, pie guy in our chat. The Canadians should apologize to Jake Allen after that performance last night, especially. Yeah, Jake Allen's been like the guy that's holding the Montreal Canadiens. He's the glue holding them together. Him, Tyler Toffoli, and Josh Anderson. What the Canadians would do without those three guys, I have no idea. But they, uh, they, 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 they'd be in a lot more trouble without those three uh, players in particular. I'll say that. They've been hit or miss this year. Um, I've noticed. So you, you never know what you're going to get with Montreal, but. Good goaltending is always. Uh, I look for good goaltending when I when I'm picking a game or something. So it's very important. Well, we're going to start with a game where one team in particular is not getting very good goaltending right now, and it doesn't matter whether it's been Mackenzie Blackwood, it doesn't matter whether it's been Scott Wedgwood, and it doesn't matter whether it's been uh, uh, Aaron Farmer in the Dell, as I like to call him, uh, Aaron Dell. Uh, mm -hmm. New Jersey has not been getting uh, saves lately. Can they get some today? Our first game, it starts at 12.30 Eastern, just in 20 minutes from now. New Jersey, Pittsburgh. We've got Pittsburgh minus 295 to minus 310. Home favorites, total six shaded to the over. So Pittsburgh's already beaten New Jersey twice. And you would think, now they're playing them a third time. What's going to change here? But you could have had that thought last night, too, at Boston, uh, going into Buffalo. And look, the, the mentality of the human being that plays these plays hockey it's not played by machines or computers or robots complacency can sometimes set in look what happened to boston last night they beat up buffalo pretty good first two times they're playing buffalo a third time it's like geez we already beat these guys twice and that was a lackadaisical lackluster complacent type of performance and effort from boston and they paid the price for it they woke up in the third period with a furious rally, but it was too little too late. They lost 5-4 to Buffalo after falling behind 5-1. I worry about that for Pittsburgh a little bit today. That, that creeps into their game a little bit. A little bit of complacency here uh, against New Jersey, who Lindy Ruff kind of read them the riot act after the last loss, 5-1. I, I got to do a better job to prepare these guys and get them to play better, especially away from the puck. We'll see if it translates, but I've now been watching New Jersey Vital since the trade deadline, and they haven't played a lick of defense. They've played this up-and-down pond hockey, shitty style. I don't know if that's suddenly going to change. So I'm just going to stick with the total in this game. I'm going to bet over 6, minus 120. The Devils and the Penguins head-to-head -head has been an over machine. Pretty much every head-to-head -head game with these two teams has gone over the total or at least pushed at the very worst-case scenario with 6 
Uh, and I think we'll see more of the same here. As far as the side goes, Pittsburgh is the better team. They should win. But I worry about what happened to Boston happening to Pittsburgh a little bit. Vitao, what do you think exactly. of this game? Um, to be honest, I, I didn't really pick this game because, you know, like you said, it, it's kind of a scary pick as, as if you're going to pick a winner and uh, pit at, at a minus 260. It's just not really worth your money. And um, But if you are going to take a bet, I like the over as well. Um, minus one and a half pit. It's still not that great uh, of odds. Um, so, yeah, I kind of stayed away from this game. But if you are going to pick, I, I like the over here as well. Yeah. Uh, to be honest with you, I would I would sprinkle a little on Jersey first period. I'm going to do that, actually. Jersey first period, Jersey That's money line bad. full. Just a little small little dabble here because yeah. the, the bigger bet for me, the official bet's the over. Uh, but I'm definitely going to sprinkle a little bit because this is the exact same situation where you got a team that won the first two the superior team, and they coming off a, a dominating win in the second game. Boston was against Buffalo, and now Pittsburgh is today against New Jersey. I worry about that here uh, for the uh, Penguins today. A little complacency that the uh, for the uh, Penguins, and I would expect the Devils to play a lot better uh, than they did the other night. And they can still score. They got Heeshear back now. Jesper Bratt and Pavel Zaka uh, just returned from injury as well for this uh, Devils team. Uh, they found ways to score goals lately. There's no question. It's been uh, unfortunately, uh, no resistance at the other end of the ice, which has been uh, their problem uh, in recent games. Uh, next game, it's the other afternoon game on this Saturday card, Colorado and St. Louis. We've got Colorado, uh, minus 155 to minus 160 road favorites, total six shaded to the under. Uh, St. Louis uh, really couldn't have asked for a better situation because they had a chance maybe to jump on Colorado who were returning from their COVID-19 shutdown, their COVID-19 hiatus the other night, uh, a Colorado team that was missing a couple of key contributors. There was no Jonas Donskoy was out. Uh, Philip Grubauer was out on the COVID protocol list still and Miko Rantanen uh, as well for the avalanche the other night. They'd been missing those three guys and they still got the job done uh, against St. Louis, which speaks volumes about the incredible depth they have. Uh, up front, the blue line's outstanding. They still miss Bo Byram, you know, who's still out too for the uh, Avalanche, but still have been able to find ways to win. St. Louis has had, you know, a couple of chances now to show they could step up, take on the beast that is Colorado uh, in this division, and they've struggled to do that. Uh, there's a couple of guys that have gone in the, in the sewer offensively lately for Craig Berube's team. Braden Shen's dropped off a little bit. Zach Sanford has. You know, O'Reilly had a couple big games, and his offense has petered out a little bit as of late. So uh, again, this team's consistency in terms of finding that goal scoring ability, both five on five and on the power play uh, continues to be a little bit of a question here uh, for the blues going into this one. See, this game is not one I have an overly strong opinion on the total of six. You know, I could, it's going to probably come close to the total when it's all said and done. Uh, I could see it landing right on six. I think if mm -hmm. it was five and a half, I'd lean over. If it was six and a half, I'd lean under uh, in this game. So not really involved in this game either way. Uh, you worry again for complacency here with the Avs, but I don't think there's as much with them when they're in a battle for first with Vegas for that top spot in that division. They're the better team. I have not seen evidence of the Blues being able uh, to match up well uh, with the Avalanche in recent games. So a lean is to Colorado, maybe in regulation. You can get close to even money for better value. Like Just a lean, though, for me. Other than that, uh, probably going to be a pass for me. Vital, what do you think here, Avalanche and Blues? Yeah, like you said, um, I have them here at, at, at 60 minutes at, at minus 110. And I think Dubnik uh, has played a couple pretty good games, and I think he might continue that way. 
Um, he's looking, you know, he, he'll probably won't be playing for long. I don't know how long Grubauer will be out, but um, I look to him to have a good game. And like you said, St. Louis has been really inconsistent. Um, and you never know what you're going to get. And I don't know if uh, – I think they've dropped off a bit. So, and Colorado's a wagon. They're good, and they can score a lot of goals, and they move the puck well. And uh, so, I would take. I, I like uh, in sixty minutes, uh, Colorado. That's that was my pick for this game. Yeah, if you'll remember, St. Louis. I believe it was opening night. They beat Colorado uh, that very first game, and ever since then, the last five, they've lost all of them, and they've been outscored twenty-one to eight. Uh, in the very next five games against uh, Colorado. So, they, yeah, they've really had a tough time uh, with the Avalanche since winning uh, against them on uh, opening night. But, uh, yeah, uh, you know, great Berube. We'll see what if they respond because Berube said, we have a lot of veterans on this team that have won, won a championship. We've got to have more composure. Things are going to happen out there that are out of your control, but we're not controlling what we can control. The mistakes we make that get put in our net, that's all on us. Right. Uh, so he's basically – and uh, he's read them the riot act a couple of times, though, and – Sometimes if you go to that well too much, you'll listen the first time the coach ramp, ramp reels ramp, you know, basically rant, uh, rants on you. And then right. the second, third, fourth, fifth time you do that, Vitale will know that. You sort of say, hey, that's that's old news. I've heard this rubbish before. I'm sick, I'm sick of hearing it. And then you don't have that same response, do you? <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, when it becomes repetitive, it kind of goes through one ear out the other. So, But yeah. Um, yeah. Who knows? We'll see. Are they are they in a, a playoff? Are they fighting for a playoff spot? Or are they not? Uh, they have a chance to get in? Yeah, St. Louis know. is in that fourth spot with Arizona right now. They're, so they are neck and neck in the standings right, okay. at this point in time. Yep. So they got a shot so, at it even after uh, – they, they, they were playing pretty bad for a while there. Yeah, so they definitely see. were. They yeah. definitely were. There's no question. Um, that uh, They got three wins in a row. It was actually after the last time that Barube uh, basically was uh, got on their case and then they got on a little bit of a run, but they've now fallen back a bit a little again. Uh, we'll have to see if they can uh, turn it around, but obviously that ain't going to be easy against uh, Colorado. Uh, next yeah. game, Carolina and Florida. This should be a good one here. We've got the uh, hurricanes minus one ten to minus one twenty road favorites total six shaded to the under. It's difficult to step in front of this Carolina squad right now. They are, they're out They're an awesome team. Uh, Rod Brindamore's done an excellent job. I love the style they play. He is all about shoot the puck as much as possible. He's about puck possession. He's about having the puck. And if you don't have the puck, you do everything you can in your power to get the puck back, puck retrieval. It is such a huge part of the way Carolina plays. They have all these players that are on their team forward-wise. When they don't have the puck, they're on top of the puck carrier on the opposing team. That's why they force so many turnovers. That's why they're so good at taking away the puck because of that style they play. They've dominated Florida 6-0-1 head-to-head this season uh, against the Panthers. Uh, they win, of course, the other night by a score of 4-2. to two. I don't want to sell Florida short, though, because for Florida, this is probably an empty-the-tank, all-out effort to try to salvage this. I believe this is the final regular season meeting as well between Carolina and Florida. So uh, Florida, two points behind Carolina for first in the division. That's a great race. Carolina, Florida, Tampa Bay. Uh, in that central division for first place. But boy, Carolina's just playing so well right now. Nadelkovich was outstanding uh, in net the other night. Brindamore's going back and forth between him and Peter Morozik. And I think he's just going to decide, you know, we'll go with the guy that's playing be uh, better going into the playoffs. It's going to be Nadelkovich again, though, second straight start. So that's been rare for Brindamore to do that, to just give the same goalie two straight starts. He's really gone back and forth. So maybe that's a sign that, 
Nedeljkovic is possibly pulling ahead of Morozik, believe it or not, uh, in this goaltending battle for the uh, Hurricanes. It'll be Chris Drieger uh, in net for Florida tonight after uh, Bobrovsky played the other night. I think he's been solid. He's been uh, rock steady uh, in net for the Panthers. He's definitely played better than I thought because uh, Chris Drieger in Ottawa uh, and other parts, he's, places he's been in the NHL, it's not gone smoothly for him, but he's been good here with Florida, been better. Uh, with the Panthers. So this is a tough game. I mean, Carolina's just owned this team. I'm not sure I'm ready to fade them, but I don't want to underestimate the heart and the guts of this Florida team, a team that upgraded their team at the deadline, getting Brandon Montour to fill the void of the Aaron Eckblad injury, getting Sam Bennett from the Calgary Flames. He has been brilliant. He's been outstanding. All he needed was a clean slate, change of scenery. He got it, and he's producing with the Panthers. Sam Bennett score a goal prop tonight. It didn't cash finally the other night, but I'm sticking with it tonight. Sam Bennett to score a goal. It was plus 300 the other night. That was a hell of a price, and he scored in two of the games already for the Panthers. He's clearly being bolstered by a winning team, a team that's going to be a playoff team, better players around him. Barkov and Huberto show up around Sam Bennett. Mm -hmm. Monaghan, Goudreau, Kachuk in Calgary didn't always show up. You couldn't find them with a telescope. Uh, on the ice uh, on many nights. Uh, that was always the issue. So better surroundings for Sam Bennett. Breath of fresh air being in Florida and look at the way he's played so far. So it's a tough game. I'm going to stick with the over because the over has been the dominant theme with Carolina-Florida games head-to-head -head this year. So I'm going to go over the total. There is a five and a half still out there at Bet Online and some other spots. So that's going to be the one bet for me for sure is the over. I might sprinkle on the draw as well one more time with Carolina-Florida that the game could go to overtime plus 325 good price there should be a competitive game again Vital, what do you think here carolina and florida yeah these uh you know top two teams in the division um and they both have pretty good dual uh goaltending you know like you said um so when you got good goaltending and, and you hound pucks like these guys do uh it's it's up for a good game um i like uh it's it's hard to say because I didn't really take this game, but um, you know, like you said, they they're six zero and one against the Panthers. Um, maybe Florida wants to uh, get a game a win, you know, before uh, before playoffs to get their confidence going. But I don't know, like you said, Carolina's kind of had their numbers. So if I were to pick anything, um, I would just take Carolina at minus one twenty five. I think that's a good solid bet, um, and they've kind of had their number all year. Yeah, and Florida's been excellent off a loss. That's the that's and that's the that's always that's what got me to think maybe Florida could actually get them today because they've been really good in a bounce back spot, you know, off a loss this Panthers team most of the season. But I don't know. Carolina's just got it going right now. And if you look at their advanced numbers, yeah. if you're into expected goals margin and high danger chances for and against, if you look at some of those numbers, Carolina is just impeccable, you know, in all of those categories. And uh Basically, their wins on the ice are being backed up by gaudy statistics that they're controlling the play, they're carrying the play, they're getting the, they're in the ozone, they've got the puck more often than the opponent does. So, uh, all of those things back up how well Carolina is playing uh, for sure. But uh, don't like yeah. I say, this Florida team's made up of a lot of heart, character, and grit, though, and a team that's bounced back off losses most of the time this season. So. That's why the, the gut feel says maybe the Panthers rise up and win this game. We'll see. And they, they might. I, I honestly, I, I'm not picking this game. Um, you know, it's a it's a toss up. You could it could even go on the under. I don't I don't hate the under either, just because the goaltending is so good. 
um, and they and, and they've been playing well. But um, yeah, I'm I'll stay away from this game. But um, if you pick, you know, I don't know. It's a toss up to me. I don't I don't really love uh, any uh, any of the picks here for for this game. And that's that that there's nothing wrong with that. That's why they have to put out the odds makers have to put out uh, money line side and total for every game, and we don't have to bet every game. We can pick and choose. That's where we have our advantages. You know, right. we can pick and choose what games we bet. Uh, and that's 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 the great thing about being the uh, being a better is you're not in the odds maker's shoes. They got to put out a line, and they risk putting out a bad line on certain games. But we can pick and choose our spots. No doubt about that. Uh, Toronto and Winnipeg next game. Now we got Toronto minus one twenty five road favorites. Total six across the board here in this one. Uh, so I had the uh, Leafs as well as over six the other night, and certainly the over was just looking absolutely brilliant after the first period yeah, where it was 3-2 uh, in favor of Toronto. Just a wild flurry of goals in that opening period. Uh, breakdowns defensively by the Jets. How do you allow Austin Matthews to get behind both blue liners and behind everybody for that first goal? I mean, that he's, is just a, He's a, good. Yeah, he's good. Special That's, talent. Yeah. <laughs> Special talent. That yeah, it's – yeah, and you know what? I think there's some truth to that, that it's not just what the Jets were doing poorly defensively. It's just that guy's good at finding open spaces and getting to the open ice and getting, you know, just in that zone where, hey, you forgot about me again. Uh, and that's what happened in that first goal. And that kind of set the tone for the night. And Hellebuck was just not on his game, was not sharp whatsoever. I don't know. To me, the Jets are very good off a loss this season. This is another team. We're off a loss. They've been very good. Connor Hellebuck, I don't, I didn't have the exact record and numbers in front of me, but I know because I've read it and I know it in the back of my mind. Connor Hellebuck off a loss and off a game where he was pulled from the net in the previous game, which is what happened on Thursday night. He's been outstanding. He has been like, I think it's something like a 2.2 goals against average and 940 save percentage in games after he was pulled uh, in the previous game. He is the ultimate bounce-back goalie, and he should be. He's got that medal. He's got that kind of be able to compartmentalize, put things behind you. That's why he won a Vesna Trophy last year. We know he's got the ability to bounce back. I think he plays a lot better tonight uh, in this game uh, for the Winnipeg Jets against Toronto. I lean Jets as a slight home underdog here. I know the Leafs got that big win, uh, snapped the losing streak. They had lost five in a row. Nick Foligno. Clearly making his Leaf debut was an emotional lift for the team. All they were talking about is he made this speech before the team saying, I don't want to fix what's going on here. I just want to be a part of this great group, he said. And he really ingratiated himself to the team, Felino, in his uh, Leafs debut. And that clearly pumped them up, and they played a really good game, Toronto, from it. Uh, and they put Felino right away, Sheldon Keith, with Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner uh, on that top line. And I think it's great because Zach Hyman's injured. And Felino and Hyman have that same prototype of player. Two-way players, hard on the forecheck, physical, can win puck battles, penalty kill, power play, five on five. They can play in all situations. It's great coaching by Keefe to put Felino in that top-line role to do the job Zach Hyman did so well, who, of course, remains out due to injury uh, right now for the Leafs. So uh, good coaching uh, by Keefe to where to fit uh, Nick Felino in the lineup. Uh, Jack Campbell was much better uh, in his last start. Looked like the Jack Campbell that won 11 starts in a row uh, for the Leafs earlier this season. So I lean to the Jets, and I actually lean to the under uh, a little bit. Always dangerous when you got Shifley and Wheeler and Connor and Ehlers on the Jets, and you've got Matthews, Marner, Neeland, and so many. Tavares is getting it going now offensively. 
so many offensive weapons and game breakers on both sides. But after a high-scoring game the other night, I could see teams tightening it up a little bit tonight in the rematch. So I lean to Winnipeg, and I lean to under six as well. Vital, what do you think of this one? Yeah, I think you're spot on there. Um, and uh, I like Winnipeg. They're, they're good. And like you said, they just lost. Um, they're going to want to come out here and, and get this win, I think. Um, so I would lean towards Winnipeg. Um, and I like the under as well. Um, two good goalies. And like you said, Hellebuck, uh, after having a bad game, usually comes out pretty, uh, pretty good for the next one. Um, and he's a good goalie. And Campbell has been hot. Um, so I think, yeah, I think, the, like you said, the under is a good pick. And uh, it's a toss-up as far as Winnipeg, Toronto. Um, so I would just take the plus 110 at, at Winnipeg. And, uh, and uh, yeah, that's a good bet. I like that one. Yeah, and uh, Connor, uh, Connor Hellebuck, after being pulled, and whenever I see the coach, be, uh, Paul Maurice, pull, uh, taking Connor Hellebuck out of the net because of a tough night, regardless of whether it was his fault or whether it's – because, again – you know this. Coaches sometimes just pull the goalie to shake up the team and wake them up. It's not so much the goalie was at fault. It's just, hey, wake up. Exactly. Wake the fuck up, guys. Get your asses in gear. Yeah. And sometimes pulling the goalie will help that uh, and wake them up. And I think it was part – Murray said it after the game. It was partially a little bit of both. It was – he didn't think he uh, he was played those first two Toronto goals very well, but part of it was we weren't playing well in front of him either. So – it was definitely uh, a little bit of both. So uh, Vitale liking the Jets. I'm leaning the Jets as well as the under in this game. Dallas and Detroit. What do you make of Dallas just getting whipped by the Detroit Red Wings uh, the other night? But uh, we'll see if they can bounce back. They're minus 210 road favorites. Total five shaded to the over uh, in this game. Anytime I see a total of five uh, in an NHL game, it's over or pass for me. You will not see me betting an yeah. under at five anymore. Not especially in this day and age <laughs> where you've got coaches down by two goals and even three goals in the third period pulling the goalie with four minutes left. I mean, how can you bet under five knowing that? Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's a tough, tight one. It's tricky. Yeah. It's, it's absolutely tight, no wiggle room. No. No, I like uh, – yeah, I just saw that too. I didn't even notice that. But I would definitely hammer the over. I think uh, I think that's pretty good. Uh, pretty good money there. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, over five is minus 130. That's definitely what I'm looking at here in this one. I would not want to step in front of Dallas here. They've got to, I would think they come back extremely strong here after just a, a terrible effort the other night against Detroit for a team that's still battling for their playoff lives. They're still only three, four points behind Nashville uh, for that final playoff spot. It's Nashville, Chicago, and Dallas. You've basically got these three teams battling for that one last spot in the Central. Uh, those three teams, Nashville, Dallas, Chicago, far behind the top three in that division, Carolina, Tampa Bay, and Florida. Uh, but, uh, yeah, definitely uh, I am looking at this as a situation where I think Dallas does bounce back. Don't know if I'll bet it, but I definitely have a lean to the Stars in regulation. I think I will bet that over, though. Five is extremely low. Stars have found some offense, and even Detroit, without Larkin, their captain the other night, I was impressed with them offensively. And now you've got Jacob Vrana. I think you got to maybe consider him from a goal scoring prop standpoint, Jacob Vrana. It was a great return for Steve Eiserman in that Anthony Mantha trade, getting Jacob Vrana, getting the couple of draft picks. And sure enough, uh, Jacob Vrana has been excellent offensively for the Red Wings. So maybe a Vrana goal scoring prop as well. I don't know if he'll get four goals again like he did, like he did the other night, but just score one at a good plus price. I could see that. 
I lean to Dallas, though, in regulation as well as the over. Uh, Vital, your final thoughts here, Stars and Red Wings. Yeah, if I was going to head somewhere, it'd probably be Dallas in regulation. I like Devrana, um, the bet that you were talking about. He's, he put up three or four against uh, against them. So, yeah, uh, he feels comfortable playing against uh, against Dallas. Um, and, and, and that means something, you know, when a guy feels more comfortable against a certain team. Um, so yeah, I, I don't like, I like that bet as well, actually. Yeah. I'm just uh, checking out some of these, uh, uh, props here, uh, going into these, uh, games there. So I'm just getting the old account ready to go here, uh, fire on some things before these, uh, games get going. But, uh, uh, and I did indeed. I just locked it in. Cause I said I was going to sprinkle. I know the game's about to start. I don't want to make, uh, I'm not bullshitting when I'm on this show. When I say I'm betting something, I mean it. So I wanted to get it in. I did sprinkle New Jersey Devils plus, uh, let me see what price I got. I got plus 250 with the New Jersey Devils on the money line and a little in the first period on the money line as well. Just maybe they catch Pittsburgh napping uh, early in this game. Let's see if it uh, comes to fruition. But uh, kind of like Boston Buffalo is what I'm hoping for uh, in this game, that we get a little bit of a dopey, sleepy, uh, start to the game for the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins. So there we go. Uh, we're locked in with that. Uh, New Jersey, let's see if we can maybe shock the world here uh, in this one. Mm -hmm. All right, next up, we've got uh, Montreal and Calgary. Uh, Calgary minus 120 to minus 125 home favorites. Total five and a half shaded to the over uh, in this one. Um, Montreal did what I thought they would do last night. You know, you have a chance to bury a team, step on their neck, and you don't do it. Uh, and that's exactly what happened, Calgary with the win. But Calgary can't stop here. They're still six points back. They have still have fewer games left than Montreal. They've got to think we got to win in regulation tonight. And we got to win in regulation Monday night when we play uh, Montreal. Uh, we got to take four points. They've got to get none to give ourselves any sort of realistic shot to still catch Montreal uh, to make the playoffs. So uh, definitely, I would say going into this game, this has got to be looked at as must-win territory for Calgary. I bet Calgary last night they got the win 4-2. to two. I don't know if I'll bet them tonight because you would expect Montreal should push back strong and better tonight in theory. It was a very poor performance from them. They got outshot heavily, outchanced. Uh, they didn't really generate as much against Jacob Markstrom. Uh, Calgary took the play, took the game to Montreal last night. Uh, give them credit for that. You would think Montreal answers back strongly here, but fact remains Montreal's played inconsistent and erratic hockey uh, for the better part of the last several games, if not weeks. And that concerns me here. And Montreal's shown a lack of killer instinct that kind of bothers me. They laid an egg against Ottawa last weekend uh, when they played the Senators. Like we said off air with the jo uh, uh, Josh, uh, like we said earlier, I should say, Jake Allen, Tyler Toffoli, Josh Anderson. That's the only three guys that have shown up yeah. consistently for the Montreal Canadiens. Where's Tatar? You know, I, I like how they say Drew N's status is unknown. Well, his status has been unknown all season. You know, his status <laughs> is in. You can't find him out there, uh, you know, for the Montreal. Like, are we really, really that – people are saying breaking news, Jonathan Drouin won't play tonight. Do, do we really miss the guy? What's he yeah. done? Has he really contributed much to this team this year? Not much whatsoever. So, you know, I, I would only look Calgary. Uh, I don't know if I'll bet it, so it's just a lean right now. But I would only look Calgary here. Maybe they get a little revitalized from – uh, that win last night against the Montreal Canadiens. And I just don't have see that killer instinct and that consistency from the Habs right now to trust them. So lean Calgary. 
Uh, Vital, what do you think? Yeah. With the, uh, Habs um, yeah, I don't really have a, a pick in this game either. It's a, it's a toss-up, and you never really know what you're going to get uh, with these two teams. Uh, from a goalie standpoint, um, Primo and, and Domingue, for, you know, so I, those are two backups. Um, maybe bet the over, but uh, I didn't really touch this game. So there is a legit chance we'll see. Yeah, there is a legit chance, Vitel, we're going to see Caden Primo potentially uh, in net for the uh, Montreal Canadiens because it is back to back. Jake Allen started last night. Hasn't been confirmed yet, but just be aware of that. We could be looking right. at him making a rare start in net for uh, Montreal. But hey, sometimes like Boston with a Jeremy Swayman. Like Florida earlier this week with Spencer Knight, who everybody says is going to be one of the best goalie prospects coming through the pipeline right now. Uh, and they won that first game for those guys. So you got to watch out for that. And also Boston did that with Dan Vladar uh, earlier this season as well when he started. So um, definitely keep an eye on the, uh, that. That Sometimes with the young goalie uh, making yeah. a start, the uh, team rallies around that. Maybe that happens for uh, Montreal tonight. Uh, Washington Capitals, New York Islanders. Uh, we've got the Islanders minus 135 home favorites, total five and a half shaded to the under. Uh, Islanders haven't lost two in a row at home very often. A frustrating one for them the other night. If you watch that game, they could have won that game. Sam Sonov probably had one of his best games of the year in net for the Capitals. I think the Islanders had a little bit better of the play uh, than the Capitals, but they couldn't cap. Uh, they couldn't put the puck in the net. Uh, they had chances throughout the game and into overtime. Uh, it goes to a shootout, and I hate to say it for the Islanders, but anytime you go up against Washington in a shootout, you might be in trouble because we know Washington's got more than enough capable shootout players to put in there in that kind of scenario and get the job done, and that's exactly what happened. Capitals in a shootout with a one nothing victory uh, against the Islanders. And I had a best bet on that show, which was Capitals, Islanders, over five and a half, one of the worst reads I've, I'll ever have. And the game ends one nothing. There's not even a goal uh, in regulation time or in overtime. Uh, it's one nothing because of the shootout. So I'm not staying. I'm not getting involved with an Islanders over again anytime soon. Like I've been baited into these five and a halves because earlier in the season, especially at home, the Islanders were going over the total at five and a half. It's not been that way lately. Uh, going into this uh, game for the uh, Islanders, they've been a heavily trending under team. So I'm off the over for sure. I'm not involved with that. Not at all. Um, <laughs> be careful with the uh, Washington Capitals here injury-wise. Justin Schultz is out on the blue line. Ovechkin, day-to-day. -day, he's not a for sure to suit up tonight for this Washington team. Uh, so be careful there. Uh, they could be a little bit short-handed. I like the Islanders here. I'm going to take them minus 135. Revenge spot at home. Again, second straight time against Washington. I like backing the teams that outplayed the other team in the previous game and they're playing them again. It's happened with Nashville last night. It happened with the Rangers as well against Pitts, uh, Philadelphia last night. They were in revenge spots. They played better the first time than the opponent but lost, and then they bounced back and they won Nashville and the Rangers last night. It's kind of the same angle here with the New York Islanders tonight against Washington, and obviously if Ovechkin doesn't play, uh, definitely looking forward to the uh, Islanders here. So Islanders minus 130 in this one. Vital, uh, what do you think of this game? Yeah, I, I picked that. I had uh, I had the Islanders. Um, I got them at minus one thirty five. I like the under as well. I think I had the under uh, when they played the other night. Um, two good goalies. I mean, the Islanders they've lost five games at home all year. Um, I don't think they lose another one. Um, 
Yeah, so I, that was my pick. I picked the Islanders, and uh, I like the under as well. Yeah, I mean, the under with the Islanders, there's no doubt they have gotten back to that style and structure of play that Barry Trotz wants from them. He wants them to be tight-checking, don't trade chances, don't be loose with the puck, manage the puck well. All of those, you know, those are the Barry Trotz trademark uh, statements right there, how he wants his team to play. Because we've watched this guy now coach, what, 20 years in the NHL, Nashville for a long, long time, then Washington, and now here with the Islanders. And all those teams have been the same, defense first, win games from the goaltender out. Uh, and they seem to be wanting to get back to that uh, way of play. So uh, probably will stay under the total, I would think, this uh, game uh, in terms of the uh, total. But uh, the big debate, obviously, is Ovechkin, Gretzky in terms of – and I'll ask you that, you know, as someone that's played the game a little bit. Do you think Ovechkin's got it in him to catch Wayne Gretzky's goal-scoring record? Because I'll be honest, he has a shot at the very least right now. How many – how far is he? A couple hundred? 300? A couple. Yeah, it was, couple. I think, a little less than 200 last I checked. But the thing is, I could see Ovechkin playing another six, could, six years. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. And if he does, he's going to catch it. I see. I see that he could play. He could. He could play for a long time still. Um, I think he catches it. I mean, look, he he scores goals. It's what he does. Um, and I think uh, he's got a shot for sure. But it it'll, it depends on on longevity. How many more years he'll play? Um, but I think he's got a he's got a good chance. All right. So before we get to the next game, we got our guest here. We want to ask him a couple different questions. Uh, NHL, your favorite players uh, in the show right now, or which as the, uh, that's how that's the hockey player phrase for the NHL the show. If you had some your favorite, you know, two or three players in the NHL right now, Vitel, who would they be? Um, just off the top, Matthews. He's he's uh, he's electric to to see. You know, um, it's cliche. You know, McDavid's good too. Those those guys just seeing those guys moving up, move up and down the. Uh, the ice and what they do with the puck. Uh, it's like they're getting, the kids are getting better and better every year. Um, and I think uh, the finesse, also Drake Batherson. I've been, imp- I played with him. Nice. I've nice been, nice and, call there. Yeah. He's playing well. Yeah, and uh, I like his game. He's going to be good, man. He's, uh, he's, he skates very well, a high IQ, and he's got that finesse to him. Um, so that's one guy that maybe, you know, under the radar, but that many people might not know about, but, he's going to be a player for, for a long time to come. All right. Nice choices. The Drake Batherson ones. I like that a little off the radar, off the grid choice, but a really good hockey player and uh, uh, teams of the uh, Ottawa senators division opponents for the next few years are going to realize that he's a definitely a skilled player. And we'll see if, uh, uh, if he can develop into the kind of career it looks like he might be able to have, but it's, it's been a good early returns for him with the uh, senators. Uh, next game is Minnesota and uh, San Jose. We've got uh, uh, Minnesota minus 120 to minus 130 road favorites. Total five and a half shaded to the over in this one. Uh, this is an easy over five and a half decision to bet this for me because you've got uh, – it's, it's going to be Cam Talbot rested tonight. It's going to be uh, Kakinen uh, in that for the Minnesota Wild. And, you know, he hasn't necessarily played as well uh, in his recent starts. He had a really good start to his season in his first few outings for the Wild. Hasn't been quite as a good since then uh that could be some trouble and they could see san jose finding the back of the net i certainly think minnesota's finding the back of the net and they are red hot offensively right now uh what they are doing at the offensive end of the ice is pretty staggering kareel kaprizov every night's making something happen fun player to watch he's probably going to end up being a guy that wins the uh uh the uh, rookie of the year trophy the calder uh certainly in this case 
uh, for uh, Kaprizov. Would be shocked if he doesn't get it at this point. Two goals last night uh, in the 4-2 win uh, against the Los Angeles Kings. He leads all rookies in goals, 21 points, 40. I mean, how does he not get it at this point? He's been absolutely terrific uh, for the uh, Minnesota Wild. Uh, we'll see if uh, the uh, Minnesota Wild can keep up their winning record against San Jose, although it's not been a dominant winning record. Four and three they are head-to-head -head, uh, against San Jose this year, and they are on a back-to-back. -back. So this could be a little bit of a tricky spot for uh, Minnesota, which is why I'm staying off them from a side perspective. I lean to the Wild. I'm not stepping in front of them. It actually is not that bad of a price, considering they're certainly superior to the San Jose Sharks. But I'm going to stick with the over here. Five and a half, minus 120. Minnesota scores, and I think San Jose chips in offensively as well against a weaker goalie for the Wild with Kakinen compared to the way Talbot has played. And Talbot's been brilliant uh, in recent outings. Uh, what do you think of this one here, Vital, with Minnesota-San Jose? Yeah, I like the over just because um, um, just you, you never know with the tenders. But uh, Minnesota at one thirty-five, I thought that was a pretty good price, um, and I and I picked them. I couldn't I couldn't stay away. Um, you know, like you said, you it could be a toss-up. You don't you know who knows at at this point. What you know, it's late in the season, and maybe the Wilders secured in the spot. Um, but at minus one thirty-five, I couldn't pass that up. So that's what I took on on this game. All right, good stuff. Couldn't pass up the Wild, and yeah, the Wild are feeling it right now. Uh, there's no question. Uh, and like I say, they're down to minus 120 in some spots, and I think it's because that's good. Well, they're, they're, it is. That's an excellent price. It is, yeah. and they're better than San Jose. I'm tempted by that, even with Kakin and Annette, who hasn't been as good as Talbot, but still, you got the team in front of them is playing terrific, and they're scoring goals in bunches right now. And San Jose, look, Martin Jones is back to being, you know, Martin Jones that we all expect. Uh, no question about that. So, yeah, I would only back Minnesota. Uh, I'm not stepping in their way not right now, but I prefer the over uh, even more than that in this one. Uh, Vegas and Anaheim. Vegas, minus 270 uh, road favorites uh, in Anaheim. Total five and a half in this one. Um, Golden Knights play Colorado after this, VTAL. I say that because, you know, again, we talk about hockey players being human beings. You know, look ahead. That's a huge game coming up with Colorado. First place in the division. You're battling with that Avalanche team. Before that, you got to play little old Anaheim uh, here in this game. Uh, I worry about this. A little bit of a tricky spot here for the uh, Vegas Golden Knights. I mean, obviously, they're much better than Anaheim. They've played excellent hockey. They're trying to uh, uh, – basically, they're on currently, actually, a franchise record tying eight-game winning streak. So it's not easy to go against the Golden Knights. I don't think I'm going to, but I am saying that be careful here with this spot because it's – uh, potentially a little bit of a flat spot with Colorado coming up for this Golden Knights team. Uh, you know, the Ducks haven't played well. They've lost three in a row. They lost 4-1 in their last game to Los Angeles. So maybe Anaheim's not good enough to take advantage of what could be a little bit of a complacent Vegas team. But, you know, Jakob Silverberg injury is significant. Torn Labrum, he'll be out four to six months. You know, so that's an another injury for the Ducks that they've got to deal with for a team that really doesn't have great forward depth uh, to begin with right now. But uh, I think Vegas can still find some offense. I, don't, I wouldn't touch the minus 270. It's just way too pricey given yeah. how dubious the spot is for the Golden Knights, potential flat spot. But, you know, if you look at Jonathan Marcheseau and Mark Stone, those two guys in particular, either goal-scoring props or over points in this game, that might be a good way to go. Marcheseau, he had two goals the other night against San Jose in the 5-2 win. Mark Stone 
has a six-game point streak, six goals, and five assists in his last six games. Mark Stone over points. Mark Stone to score a goal. Prop, that makes sense to me for the Vegas Golden Knights as well tonight. So I would probably dabble more in the player props market with this particular game than look at the uh, side uh, or the total in this one. Uh, Vital, you got any opinion yeah. here, Golden Knights and Ducks? Yeah, like you said, at minus 270, it's just the odds are not, you know, it's not great. Um, maybe minus one and a half. I love Flurry. You know, I think he's he's one of the best goalies in the league. Um, he always shows up. Um, and they got a good team in front of them. It's just, it, yeah, I mean, it's just money-wise, it's at minus 270. I'm not sure what the 60-minute line is, maybe like 180. But um, either way, I, I it's just... I like Vegas, but I, I definitely won't be uh, picking the Ducks. Um, but like you said, the money's just not good enough to make a bet here. You can tell Vital's been around the block betting NHL and betting overall because he nailed it with that three-way money line price on Vegas. He said around minus 180. Yeah, minus 180 to minus 185 <laughs> at most places right now yeah. uh, with Vegas in 60 minutes in regulation. So, uh, yeah, that was, he got that one right on the button, no question. Um, but even that, you're right, it's just not great uh, value yeah. at all uh, with that, that one. And, again, I'm just saying, I'm not, look, we know Vegas is better than Anaheim. They've owned Anaheim. They probably could still win this game. But I'm just saying they've got Colorado next up. Be careful. You know, this could be one of those yeah. sleepy spots uh, for the Golden Knights, kind of like Boston last night. Every good team's capable of these just, you know, fall flat, have a clunker. Uh, and we could see that potentially with Vegas here. All right, we got two games left. Arizona, Los Angeles, Coyotes, minus 120. Road favorites, total five and a half shaded to the under. It's been a rough go for the Coyotes, no question. I think they're just glad they don't have to play Minnesota. Terry Edelman's Minnesota Wild uh, anymore uh, because that they've really had a tough time with them. They got pulverized in Minnesota. They, they couldn't win either game uh, against the uh, uh, against the Minnesota Wild in the desert either uh, this past week. So they'll be happy they're playing at least someone else now, uh, which will be good. But uh, Four-one loss to Minnesota. Although the, the, the first, second of those two games, really, they played good enough to, to win. And unfortunately, it was a steal in the show. Was uh, Cam Talbot? He was he was out of his mind. He was unconscious in that game uh, in net for the uh, goal. Pittsburgh, by the way, one nothing Penguins first period. So they're on the board uh, against the uh, Devils. But uh, nevertheless, um, yes, um, Arizona got robbed by Cam Talbot. I thought they played a great game. They outshot the Wild 40 to 23, uh, despite the loss the other night. It was 1 1 going into the third period, and then things just got away from Arizona in the third period. This is a must get game for Arizona. They're hanging on with St. Louis for that final playoff spot. LA is not playing great hockey by any stretch. Now, granted to the Kings, you know, they did play better uh, in their last game. We'll give them credit for that, uh, the LA Kings. But still, this is to me, Arizona is still a little bit of a class difference between these two teams. They're still a little bit better hockey team than the LA Kings. And let's be honest too, Arizona's played a tough schedule. They've played a lot of good teams recently, the Coyotes. It's a bit of a step down for them now playing this LA team. Uh, the goaltending matchup for this game too, Vital, it could be Jonathan Quick in net tonight because Cal Peterson started last night in the game against Los in the game against Minnesota that they lost four to two. And Jonathan Quick's best days are behind him. There's no question yeah. about that. It's been a tough year for him once again. Uh, that's probably a goalie matchup that should favor Arizona with Kemper uh, against Quick. I'm on Arizona here, minus 120. Uh, they got to win this game. I still think they're better than L.A. 
Good bounce back spot. Big step down in class for the Coyotes. Back to back for the Kings. Give me Arizona here. Minus 120. This is probably one of my favorite plays on the card. Uh, Vital, what do you think? Yeah, um, you hit it on the head. Arizona, uh, money line, minus 120. They're in a must win, right? They they want to they want to make the playoffs. Um, LA's kind of on the outside looking in, and like you said, Quick uh, hasn't had the best year, and I, and I think uh, his better years are behind him. Um, I I love that the first the first bet I wrote down today was Arizona money line minus one twenty. So um, I'm with you on that one. All right, we're in lockstep there, Vital Cote and myself. Uh, with Arizona uh, minus 120 against the uh, LA Kings. You know, they've actually played Arizona pretty well, three and two against Arizona. Um, but right now they've not played as well. Three, uh, one and three in their last four games. Uh, of course, Jeff Carter traded to Pittsburgh, uh, who just got the Pittsburgh goal, by the way, uh, in the game against New Jersey. So uh, to me, this is shame on Arizona, you know, if they don't win tonight. They're rested. They're coming off a game they should have won against Minnesota. They played great in that game. Talbot robbed them. Uh, shame on them if they don't win. Phil Kessel, Connor Garland, Clayton Keller. Those are the guys that when Arizona started to pick it up, especially offensively, those are the guys that got it going for the Coyotes. Those are the guys that have to be the offensive catalysts for this Arizona Coyotes team, definitely uh, down the stretch, no doubt. All right, we've reached our final game uh, of this Saturday card. Ottawa Senators, Vancouver Canucks. We've got Vancouver minus 140, home favorites, total six shaded to the under uh, in this game. Look, bet against this uh, play spoiler uh, Ottawa team uh, all you want, but you know, do it at your own risk. I mean, this, this Ottawa team just continues to impress. They beat Montreal, who's trying to get every point they can get you know, to make the playoffs. Calgary is desperate for points and wins. And Ottawa goes into Calgary Monday night and beats the Flames. And then Vancouver, hey, we're thinking playoffs now. We've got tons of games in hand on Montreal. We just beat the best team in the division, Toronto, back-to-back games. And Ottawa says, no, 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 no. We don't want to hear any of that shit. We're going to shut it down. We're going to shut you guys down. And that's what Ottawa did the other night against Vancouver. So all these teams that need points, all these teams that need, um, you know, wins at this stage of the season. Ottawa's played spoiler against all of them. Montreal, Calgary, and Vancouver beating them in three straight games. So yeah, maybe Vancouver comes back strong. Um, I think that team looked a little tired. I mean, I think they emptied the physical and emotional gas tank for the two games against the Leafs. And they were a step slow, uh, in my opinion, uh, in the game against Ottawa. And you got to wonder if maybe they were running on adrenaline coming off the COVID pause. Now, yeah, the, the adrenaline's wearing off. And now, you know, the fact that they battled this virus throughout that hockey team for the last three weeks really kicked in a little bit more against Ottawa. Maybe they can bounce back. We'll see. Vancouver is basically like Calgary. They, they, they have to, like, absolutely go on a crazy run the rest of the season if they hope to get back into it. I don't think they're going to. I think they're still too far back, and they have a lot of games left, but you got to win them, and I'm not convinced they can. It's still been a team that's been ravaged quite a bit with the uh, COVID pause and, and the hiatus in their season. Uh, I could only back Ottawa at the plus price again here. That I'm not, I don't know if I'll bet it, but that's the lean here for me. Ottawa Senators, once again, this team, Batherson, Vital talked about how much he uh, likes his game. Oh, the one thing you got to bet, Connor Brown to score a goal. Of course. He, I think he's gone all but one of his last 11 or 12 games scoring a goal. 
So he scored in like 11 or 12, 11 out of his last 12 games or something like that. It has been an incredible run for Connor Brown, and he's still getting priced at like plus 260, plus 275 to score a goal each and every game. And Connor Brown has been just on, on fire for the Ottawa Senators. So that's definitely a goal scoring prop I'm absolutely on. Took it the other night uh, when he scored against Vancouver. I've taken it a couple of times. That Connor Brown prop to score a goal uh, the last few weeks, I'm on that again for sure uh, in this one. He's just uh, feeling it right now for the Ottawa Senators. Uh, Vital, what do you think here? All Canadian North Division matchup, Senators Canucks. Yeah, I, I like uh, I like the Sens at plus one twenty as well. Uh, that's what I have here. Um, the the Sens got a young team, and I think they're you know they might not be in the playoffs this year, but those guys are still playing. You know they they they're they're eager to get out there. They're eager to perform. Um, and like you said, I think Vancouver has a little adrenaline dump from you know playing Toronto back to back. And all the all the noise that that brings with it, um, and Murray's been pretty good uh, his last two games. Um, he's been uh, he's turned it around a little bit, and I think uh, I think Ottawa gets it done at, at plus one twenty. I like that. I like that one. All right, like an Ottawa's the uh, road underdog plus one twenty. Great point about Matt Murray. Uh, that has to be talked about as well. He's played great hockey the last week to two weeks, and we know this guy won a Stanley Cup with the Pittsburgh Penguins years ago. We know there's a good goalie in there somewhere. If he stays healthy, if he's in the right situation, we know he can basically find a way to uh, put the puck in the net for sure. Or sorry, keep the puck out of the net, I should say. And, and he's been able to do that yeah, for the good. for the uh, Ottawa Senators. No question about that. He's been good lately. He's been excellent. He's been right on top of it. He's cutting down the angles. His lateral post-to-post -post movement has been great. Uh, he's been aggressive where there's breakaways and he's, I'm seeing him poke check, uh, a couple of guys. So, uh, there's definitely a, a confidence factor right now with Matt Murray. And when he's locked in, he's in the zone, he's in a good groove. He can be a really good goalie. And we're seeing that right now, uh, for the Ottawa senators. He's been a big part of why they won those last three games, uh, against, uh, Montreal, Calgary, and Vancouver. We'll see if they can make it four wins in a row. Uh, this senators team, they are just trying to spoil the party uh, at every turn. Uh, that they can. Uh, we'll see if they can keep it up tonight. Uh, Vital, that was great. Uh, I give you an A, a grade for your first uh, <laughs> breakdown of an NHL betting card on the air. Uh, good stuff. I hope you enjoyed being on the show. Um, any uh, last words, anything you want to throw out there uh, to the viewers? No, it was lots of fun. Um, thank you for having me on. Um, cool experience. Uh, hopefully the picks do well and make a little bit of money. Um, but other than that, uh, yeah, thank you. Yeah, and you've posted some of your FanDuel tickets, sportsbook tickets that you've uh, uh, posted and won with on uh, Twitter. Uh, yeah, so that tells you all you need to know. He's legit. He's he's betting these games himself. So uh, we have uh, we have no shysters. That's the thing. We got actual people like the uh, Deeds, who's on the show, Devin Didiometti, who you've seen on the show. He's played in the, uh, played hockey before overseas, AHL, OHL. He's betting too. He's actually betting these games. So that's what we want. We want people that are actually interested in betting. Uh, and are betting the games themselves, and definitely Vtel's doing that. Yes, uh, Melissa Cunningham. Yes, uh, Vtel is on Twitter at Vtel Cote. So V Y T A L C O T E uh, on Twitter. Uh, that's where you can find him uh, on Twitter. Your, your Twitter follower count's going to go up now because you were on the show. <laughs> for that. No problems there. All right, good stuff. All right, before we get to best bets, uh, which we always do to wrap up the show. Uh, a reminder, you can see it on the screen if you're watching us on YouTube. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Sign up for an account. Use the promo code THPN. 
It's a great time of year. Don't forget, NFL Draft is next Thursday. Props will be available. You can say this many players in the SEC drafted in the first round or out of the Big Ten. Over under number of Alabama players, Ohio State players drafted in the first round. You can bet all those great NFL draft props next Thursday on the DraftKings uh, Sportsbook app. You've got NHL, NBA, Major League Baseball daily. There's a big UFC fight card tonight, very much anticipated. So you can bet that there as well. Great time to be uh, getting involved with the DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Sign up for an account. When you do, you'll get deposit bonuses, weekly specials, and incentives. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, sign up for an account, use the promo code THPN. All right, it is that time. Best bets uh, for this big Saturday card. Uh, whenever we have a guest, I give the guest the first chance to uh, uh, make the best bet. Uh, what do you got, Vital? Best bet for Saturday. Um, I like the Coyotes, money line minus 120. That would be my pick. There you go. Short, sweet, to the point, like it. Arizona minus 120 uh, against Los Angeles. Uh, best bet for Vital Cote. Short, sweet, to the point, which is basically the polar opposite of me uh, when I talk. <laughs> that's that's the that's the brilliance of it. <laughs> um, all right, my best bet uh, to wrap up the show. Uh, boy, this is this is uh, interesting. I could go in a bunch. Of, I'm going to go Minnesota, San Jose uh, over five and a half minus 120. Uh, I like that one quite a bit. I think I was on Minnesota San Jose as a best bet over recently when these teams played uh, each other. I think it was last Saturday in Minnesota or two Saturdays ago, uh, and it went over the total pretty uh, easily and comfortably. Uh, I think we get more of the same here. So uh, Minnesota San Jose over five and a half minus 120. Uh, that's the uh, best bet here for uh, this uh, show uh, for me. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, the Devils' first period of money line spring. Uh, just a Canadian capper. I know he says, Ian, you should pay attention to the chat. You could have saved yourself from the Devils' first period loss. I sprinkled a few bucks on it. You know, it's not going to put me in the poor house. Yeah, disappointing that they're coming out and they're down two nothing already. But hey, you know, it is what it is. As long as the other uh, bets cash, the ones that we got a little more money on, I'll be happy. So hoping for a big Saturday. Thanks again to our special guest, uh, Vital Cote, for joining us. You're welcome back on the show anytime, and we'll see if we can get you back on uh, many more times throughout the course of the season. Uh, thanks to everyone for tuning in. A reminder, uh, the, the uh, Ice Guys show is available live on YouTube seven days a week, uh, Monday to Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern, Saturday, Sunday, noon Eastern. And if you can't watch the show live, you can download the Ice Guys podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms. Uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, uh, iHeart. You can find the Ice Guys podcast on all those major podcast platforms. For Vital Cote, I'm Ian Cameron. Have a great Saturday. Enjoy the games and good luck. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow on Sunday for another edition of the Ice Guys presented by the Hockey Podcast Network.